Hey, everybody, it's Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast, and uh, today's Thursday, you know, just your just your average run-of-the-mill Thursday. Uh, where I live, it is super snowy outside. Well, okay, super snowy is kind of a, that would be a harsh way to put it. There's snow on the ground. Uh, it, it snowed a bit last night, but you know, you know, you know what snow reminds me of? Snow? It, it reminds me of sugar. It's like it's like somebody took some powdered sugar and uh, just sifted it throughout the land. And now we have... And it's like... It's light and fluffy right now, like powdered sugar. It's a very light dusting... A light powdering of snow. That's my awful transition into what I want to talk to today. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix. I believe it was Netflix called The Sugar Film. And if you haven't seen The Sugar Film, I'm going to come right out and say it. I suggest that you check it out. I suggest that you take a gander at it, uh, see see what it's about, and formulate your own thoughts and your own research on the topic of sugar. But Let me give you a brief rundown of what this whole documentary is about. So there's this guy, he lives in Australia, not that that really matters, but it kind of matters a little bit. And he has a very low sugar diet. He doesn't eat anything with any added sugars or any processed sugars. He only eats things with natural sugars in them. So like an apple has natural sugars vegetables have natural sugars, right? Those are the only sugars he eats. Other than that, it's a very almost keto diet. Um, I don't know the exact uh, conditions of a keto diet, but it's pretty keto. It's like heavy on healthy meats, healthy fats, you know, avocados, tomatoes, tomatoes, um, vegetables, fruits, right, meats, and uh, eggs, that sort of thing. So no no sugar in this guy's diet. Um, and previously, before he met his girlfriend um, in the documentary, his girlfriend's the one that got him onto this really low sugar, you know, low to no sugar diet. Before that, he was, you know, average bloke from Australia just pounding things like, pounding sugary things, you know. He also was a smoker, and he quit smoking... So, the guy went from relatively unhealthy to very healthy. And his plan was, hey, I want to know the true effects that sugar has on people, right? I am in this very, you know, zero sugar diet. What would happen if I ate the amount of sugar the average Australian eats in my diet. You know, what would happen if I switched and did that? So, what he does is he doesn't eat things that are considered junk food. Like, he's not pounding donuts. He's not pounding soda. He's not, you know, eating cupcakes and Twinkies and that sort of stuff. What he does is he eats like regular things. You know, you you have a... packet of sauce that you put on a prepared chicken to make it like a curry sauce or whatever, or, you know, maybe ketchup on a item, or 
a Powerade, something like that, a juice box, you know, 100% juice, that sort of thing. And that that's what it does. He he goes for what is advertised and what a lot of people think is the healthy option. You know, stuff that's like, oh, it's, you know, fat-free, healthy option, that sort of stuff. He eats like, you know, he doesn't purposefully do a supersize me type only eat at McDonald's. No, he eats very consciously of options that many would consider the healthy option, right? So again, he's not doing soda, he's not pounding donuts, but he is eating 40 tablespoons of sugar each day. And it's surprising how quickly he can rack up 40 tablespoons with these things that are considered healthy. You know, 100% fruit juice. Um, anything, and it it just teaches you how much sugar is in a supermarket. And in one point, they say, okay, take your average supermarket, and if you remove every single item from that supermarket that has added sugar, um, then you'd be left with only like 20% of the items in that supermarket. And I'm like, whoa! You know, you got tens of thousands of different items in a supermarket. And then only 20% of that stuff has no added sugar. So it's crazy, one, to see just how much sugar is secretly packed into, you know, the food that we eat. And high fructose corn syrup, you know, corn syrup, sugar, fructose, uh, really anything that ends with O-S-E, O-S, has, is a type of sugar. You know, bread's just... Uh, glucose, right? Uh, milk, lactose, right? All these things just have, I believe I'm saying that correctly. I, you know, the science is one portion that I, the oses and how every single individual sugar works is something that kind of glossed over me. Um, didn't get a full grasp on that as well as I wanted to, but he eats 40 tablespoons of sugar a day because that's what the average Australian is eating. And he does that I think he originally set out to do it for two months, but I think at the end of the documentary, he only did it for a month. And it just goes into the science of what happened to his body. So, the first thing is 40 tablespoons of sugar, when you see it in just sugar form, is a ton. Like, that is a lot of sugar. And there is one day where he's like, okay, I'm going to go back to my diet that I used to have which had no added sugar. He does that for one day. However, I'm going to add the, just the straight tablespoons of sugar to what I, in theory, would be replacing it with for this experiment. So there's one day he's like, so I have this grilled chicken that I made and I could put, you know, this sauce on it, this, you know, healthy, considered healthy, sauce that makes your chicken, you know, taste wonderful, whatever curry sauce it was or whatever, and instead of having that curry sauce, which has eight tablespoons of sugar or something like that, he just takes a bag of sugar and adds eight tablespoons onto his chicken. Oh, it's so gross. He just has, you know, this grilled chicken and then tons of sugar on top of it, and then he eats it, right? 
So it's like one day he just eats the straight sugar, and you can visibly see how much sugar is in things, and boom, eye-opening. So what what happened to the guy, right? Uh, not good things. So before the diet, he was eating on average 2,300 calories each day, and through his very low workout routine, through his just living through life, he was... You know, his health was good. He didn't have any complications, didn't have any signs of this, that, or the other. So one month of this normal Australian person's diet, he gains, I think it was 12 kilograms, which I don't know exactly what that translates into pounds, but he gains 12 kilograms, uh, his vitals or whatever, like where he was once great he's now just like oh if you keep this up like you're on a fast track to this disease and that disease and this complication and that complication and he just he said through the whole thing he just felt if he wasn't actively eating the sugar and that high that soon followed he just felt like garbage um so it just it's you know, it's that super me thing where it just goes to show exactly how unhealthy. And this isn't even, you know, pinpointing McDonald's or anything. This is just saying the food industry as a whole, sugars and everything. Because flavor sells. Like something that tastes good is going to sell better. And an easy way to make things taste good is just to add a bunch of sugar. And then, you know, he he goes off of it and he kind of tells of his experience getting off of the sugar and he relates it like it's it's just as hard as getting off of smoking. His body craved the sugar. Um, it, it wanted and desired the sugar. But, you know, your mental state, when you, when you get sugar, the, your brain needs natural sugars to function. So if you eat something with a lot of sugar, your brain just spikes and it gets this rush of sugar and ability to process. However, that the added sugars, they get processed really quickly by the brain because the brain takes so much energy to function. It is amazing how much energy the brain needs to function. So it just saps through, you know, that donut you ate. It saps through those sugars super quick and then you crash further than you were before you ate the donut. So you'll have this moment of peak uh, intensity and focus, and then you crash further than you were before. And to to replace that, you think, oh, you know, I I need that hit of sugar again, or, you know, that hit of caffeine to spike that back up. And that is where you get in this, you, you get in this trap where your body then needs and craves and that sugar for optimal brain fun or what, you perceive as optimal brain function. You know, because without that sugar, because it's been burned through so quickly, you're left drowsy and groggy because the meals that you've eaten haven't given you enough of those good nutrients, enough of those good natural sugars um, to help that brain function. Another thing, he was like, if you take an apple, it has four grams of sugar. The average apple has four grams of sugar in it. When you eat that apple, you have, you know, all the fiber that goes along with it. You have, like, the mass of the apple that helps you feel full and helps counteract those sugars. But if you 
put an apple in a juicer, you're not going to drink just the juice of one apple. That's not much. That's not much juice. So what you end up doing is you throw up. You know, you juice four apples. Well, four apples. That's 16 grams of sugar. That's four whole tablespoons of sugar that you just drink at that point. But because you've juiced it, you've gotten rid of all the fiber that's in the apple and all those good parts of the apple. So you don't feel full. Uh, you don't have anything to counteract the sugar that you just drank. And so stuff like that where people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I juice and that's so great. It's like, no, you're just extracting the sugars out of fruits and vegetables and drinking it. You're drinking sugar water at that point. So what my takeaway was I want to be a lot more conscious about how I eat sugar. Oh, also sugar, for whatever reason, sugar centralizes the fat storage in your gut. Um, I forgot the exact word, but it's fat that's like around the intestines. That's what people see uh, with a lot of sugar consumption. So what happens is uh, when you eat sugar, your body is is saying, okay, we have a lot of sugar in the system. We need to release insulin to break down that sugar for energy. So the body is like, okay, uh, fat cells, hold on. We don't need you to burn energy because we have all this extra sugar. And so it releases insulin and that insulin breaks down the sugar for your energy use. Well, if it's breaking down sugar constantly, all the fat that comes naturally with foods is just going to sit there because it's not needed. And then it gets to a point where your body's like, hey, we can't produce any more insulin anymore. Any more insulin anymore? We can't produce any more insulin because you've thrown so much sugar at us and we need to release so much insulin. That function is just not working anymore. Good luck. That's what diabetes is. When your body can no longer produce that insulin needed to break down all the sugars in your diet. What's healthy is you limit the amount of sugars so your body needs some way to get energy. So what it'll do is it'll use those fat cells and it'll use fat. It'll burn fat to gain energy. That's how people, that's how you lose weight. So this guy, he ate 2,300 calories. His calorie count didn't change. Often days it was lower than his average, but the fact that he was eating so much sugar, his body was using those sugars as energy rather than, uh, rather than fat cells. So he gained weight, and his caloric count was pretty much the same. So I'm going to try and eat less sugar. Uh, I, would, I would advise, watch, watch the documentary. Less sugar in your diet can only do good things. I got to go into work. I'll catch you all later. Thanks for listening to Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. And uh, see you tomorrow.